Welcome to the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, great time is guaranteed. Join the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Luva Marks Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have the ladies along with me. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. And thank you guys. I don't thank you guys for joining us to, uh, tonight. Uh, we normally we normally like to keep our our podcast uh, upbeat and kind of goofy and things like that. Uh, but tonight we're going to take a little different turn. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, the importance of mental health, uh, the importance of mental health in in professional wrestling, and I guess the importance of mental health in everyday life. Honestly, uh, I know Jenny's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. So I feel like before we get like into into things, I feel mm-hmm. like we need to put like a warning at the beginning of this. Yes. That some of the some of the things we talk about might be triggering for some people. Yes. And if that's you, then this might not be the episode for you. But also, you know, there's. Well, we should put some links to some help because there's, you know, the suicide crisis hotline, you know, substance abuse help. There's there's so many things out there. If Jenny sends me the numbers, I will put them all in the uh, I will put them all in the uh, in the description of the podcast tonight. Yeah, well, we'll have we'll have some links for you guys uh, in the description of the pod for you. We'll tweet them too. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll tweet them too. Because yeah. if you're experiencing anything like this, or you know, you know someone, don't be afraid to reach out your hand or reach out your hand to someone else. Absolutely, and, and that's what this episode's all about. Is just is if you need if you need to, to talk to somebody, go talk to them. It's this. There's no shame in asking somebody for help. And this is what this is about. Uh, just just through the years, and and I know my time watching pro wrestling for 30, 35 years. Uh, there's been many, many professional wrestlers that we didn't recognize back 20, 25 years ago that could have used some sort of counseling. I would say the help is definitely more widely available now. Yes. Yes, it's definitely more more available now than what it was back back in the day. And that's what this episode is going to be about. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some... Uh, some experiences we've had going up through the years. Uh, you know, maybe I might get a little personal, talk about some uh, some some mental health stuff of my own. Might. I ain't going to guarantee that. But we might. I mean, we're pretty open on this podcast. I, I probably will do that. I was going to say, I'm a pretty open book. Yeah, we're pretty open on this podcast. <laughs> Um, but if you're, if, but if you're looking for the, uh, typical silliness and goofiness of this podcast, uh, you might want to, I mean, it still might be there. It still might, there might be some, there might be some, yeah, there might be some jokes cracked, but we have no rails, so there's nothing for us to stay on. Right. Yeah. So there's no guarantee. But also just know that's how, uh, I feel like all three of us are coping for like an awkward, awkward, like situation or something that makes us uncomfortable is to crack a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like that's how we like try to, back try to turn it back, back around. Yeah, that's right. a, what? That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I try to tell a joke to lighten the mood if it gets yeah. too deep in places where I'm starting yeah. to feel uncomfortable. It's like, hey, hey, let's you know, do that anymore. Let's say something funny. Like, hey, I'm not paying you. Let's move on. 
<laughs> I do that to Jenny all the time at like three in the morning. Therapy like, session I'm is now ready. over. <laughs> but definitely, if, it, if this. And I would never have to work a day in my life if I was your therapist, Cadillac. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've had so many talks. <laughs> Shame got the talk last week. <laughs> I did. I got the talk last week. It was a good talk, though. We talked about it. We, we was very productive in our talk post. Yeah podcast last week very productive. that was like a four-hour phone call that we it had was, like all was, together with the pod yeah it was very productive very productive we we come up you should see our call times the for these podcasts it. y'all like get an hour and a half of it but mm-hmm. it's usually like three and a half four hours, four hours yeah <laughs> we, we, there's about the hour before and then about the half hour after yeah that's not depending recorded. on who has to pee after the podcast yeah. honestly <laughs> that's usually when we hang up <laughs> Yeah, when someone has to go to the bathroom. It was a, uh, it was a very, it was a very productive, uh, it was a very productive forty-five minutes after we got off the podcast, just talking about, just brainstorming things for the pod, things for, uh, things for each individual stream, what we could do, uh, you know, to draw awareness to this pod and and some other projects we got going on. It, it, it was very productive. Uh, just gotta get some time to do it. And Shame got some more details of like what's going on with me and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was very productive. But yeah, if you guys could listen to that, if you guys could listen to the to the you'd be the fly on the wall for some of our conversations before and after the pod. That might even be better than the pod itself sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes we go through it, it's like shit. We should have been recording. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, we should have been recording that. But we didn't, so we didn't. So we ended up having to do it again. It's not as organic and it's not as good. Yeah. But this is going to be an episode. If uh, you know, if 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 mental, if you don't like mental health stuff, well, it's not if they don't like it. If it's, if it's triggering in, to you, if like if you're going through something, if it if it hits a little too close to home, yeah. You know, there's some. There'll be some links to help you out, mm-hmm. or you can reach out to us. You have a friend in all three of us. We also, you know, have. Your friends that could, you know, be of assistance. Yeah, you, you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't want to call a, uh, you don't want to call a number. Don't if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody you don't know. Reach out to one of us. Reach out to me. I am. I, I. I. I will take time for anybody that reaches out. I was gonna That's say. I the, the the suicide hotline though is kind of. I like it's scary when you think about it, but I've called it twice now. Uh. I called it when I was 15 or something like that. And I called it about two and a half weeks ago. So it is, it's a lot. It's more than just talking to like a, a stranger. Like they're actually very like comforting and like helpful. <laughs> and they like talk you that mean they obviously talk you down, but. <laughs> well, and something that's uh, something that they do that, your friends, your friends will tell you what you want to hear. Uh, yeah. Your friends will always tell you what you want to hear. I, I'm, I'm more along the lines of telling you what you need to hear, where it hurts your feelings or not. I was going to say, I, the friends I keep with me are typically like what I need to hear. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the circle we run in. Uh, they, they pretty much But just, not everyone has that. No, and not everyone has that. if you don't have that, that then, you know... I encourage you to, you know, reach out and try to see what you have. Look around. Absolutely. just uh, A lot of times if you just reach out your hand, there's someone there that you didn't even know. 
yep. you know, looking well, so out for you. Even if you just reach out to someone you know, they might have someone that they know that could really help in that situation. And you start building a circle that way. Yeah. Well, I had a friend in high school. Like, we only went to church together and, like, never really, like, spoke because he was more popular than I was. He was younger than me, but he was, like, the popular one of his, like, age. And never really spoke to him except for, like, being at church. And when I posted the thing about, uh, long story short, I was going to do it when I was 15. And I posted something uh, on Facebook because I don't know why. I think I was, like, begging someone to stop me. I don't know. And literally 10 minutes later, he was at my door. And, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like I'm an open book, but also, like, this is hard to talk about. Because it's harder to talk about now because he's not here anymore. Because he he passed away about a year after, or a few months after he graduated high school. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But you never know. Like like I said, I've never never really talked to him except for at church. I post something on Facebook saying, thinking no one's ever going to see it. My mom didn't even see it. And next thing you know, someone's at my door. There to talk, there to help. And then ever since, up until the day before he passed, he was there for everything. Just always like, hey, you good? Are you sure? <laughs> Well, in, in, it goes to show you never know where that source is going to come from. Yeah, if y'all if y'all see me tweeting about my special friend or something like that, then that's the guy I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, and miss him every day. And you know, uh, you know, with guys, mental health, uh, mental health is in men. Men don't like to talk about their feelings or their because there's a. I feel like there's a stigma around it where it like it's like men have to be these like strong like. You know, like they, I feel like if men get vulnerable, it's like frowned upon. Men are looked upon as the rock of the family, and the, and if they have issues, uh, you know, men don't feel comfortable with talking about mental health issues or or what's affecting that affecting them that day. It's you know, just get up, put your britches on, go to work, and get over it. I mean that, and that's 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 a man. That's men. That's been men for years. Uh, I'm here to let you know it's okay. It's okay if you want to reach out to a friend because I guarantee you your friend's going to listen to you. I guarantee mm-hmm. your friend's going to listen to you. I reach out to my brother quite often. My brother hears all my whining and bitching. I've, I, I do about things. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he's always he's always been there and he's, you know, he'd tell me, hey, you, you're strong enough to get through this. You've been through worse. Yeah, you're right. I have. I've been through worse. And uh, you know, you, you know, it might be it might be a brother, it might be a sibling, uh, it might be your best friend down the street, it might be someone you didn't even expect. So you know, just because you're a guy, don't be don't be a, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody because we all need somebody to talk to. And because you never know, you never know what's going through what's going through uh, some, somebody's head that day, and they yeah. might they and they might need they they might need it. They might need that uh, reassurance to say, "Hey, everything's gonna be all right." And, and sometimes that's all it's going. That's all it takes for a guy. Sometimes that's all it takes for anybody. Everything's gonna be okay. And they just need to hear it from somebody 
I just need to hear it from somebody. You know, and don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to... Uh, sometimes you don't have to say anything at all. Like, if your friend is, you know, struggling, sometimes they just want someone to, like, actually listen. Yeah. And not tell them what they need to do. Tell them, not tell them, you know, what they think they should do. They just need to get it out with, like, no judgment. So, like, if you have a friend that's reaching out to you that's, you know, like, hey, I'm thinking about this. Just, like, let them open up. I'm it's, a, like, you know, unbiased. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell a little story, and nobody knows it except the, uh, except the uh, three in this group right here. No, nobody else knows this. But uh, Cadillac. Well, now our listeners do. And our, our listeners are going to know. <laughs> but Cadillac is very, she is very, what's the word I'm looking for? Empathy, empathic. Empathetic. Empathetic. Thank you. First day with new time. Very. It's so bad. Very empathetic. It's so bad. It's my downfall. (laughs) I've I've never we now I have never seen Cadillac face to face. One day that's going to change. We're all going to meet up and all that's going to change. We're all going to live in the same fucking city one day. Yes, we are. (laughs) It is a goal. It is a it is a team goal. It's a squad goal. There's a potato farm involved. A restaurant. Mm -hmm. There's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's going to be in Colorado. We're going to have a potato farm and a potato Mm -hmm. restaurant. It's good. It's a thing. It's going to happen. We have like sixty different potato things. Y'all, 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 y'all like it. We'll we'll link it. (laughs) If and if I am if I am off kilter just a little bit. Cadillac knows. She hears it in my voice because she is so used to hearing me be one way. And I know when he's putting on a face. Yeah, and she knows when I'm putting on. She knows when I'm acting, and she knows when I'm putting on a face for everybody else. And Cadillac come up and she'll, you okay? And I'll say honestly, no. And and we get to talking, and I feel better after we talk. So Jenny does that for me too. Yeah. Denny does it without even realizing that she's doing it. <laughs> it's, it's and it's always after one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's how yeah, no, it, I, don't, I don't have early office hours. <laughs> I, no, I don't think any of us do. Honestly, I don't think any of us have early I, office hours. My sleep schedule's fucked. Uh, right now. I, I, but I, that's that's part of that's a, a symptom. A, so oh, let me tell you what happened last. Let me, let me tell you what happened last night. Um, I've got a I've got a strained muscle. The uh, strain. Uh, muscle in my back so whenever I toss and turn it irritates it well let me tell you last night I turned I turned one way too quick I guess and it shot a pain through my back all the way up into my chest and it woke me up from a dead sleep and the only way I could get it to go away was actually go to sleep in the chair in the living room oh my god so I haven't slept in my bed in months because I either wake up with super bad back spasms or a migraine for fucking hell. And it's because, I mean, my husband will tell you all day, it's because I put my arm and like punching underneath my pillow. And so then mm-hmm. they're gone by the time I wake up because <laughs> they just slide up the wall and then I'm like vertical trying to get to my pillow. But yeah, I've, I don't know. It's just sleeping like, like I'm on a recliner or something in the you know, <laughs> on the couch has been it for like a, since right before my birthday. So it's been a while. 
Yeah, it, it, it and see we. If y'all know any good pillows for migraines, let me know. <laughs> and see, we bought this bed. We bought a bed in the box, and it's a medium firmness. And so, like the first night I slept in, is it, it like a Casper? No, or like the it's it's sort of it's kind of a lower end one, but still it's comfortable. But like it's like rolled up, and yeah. you gotta let it like yeah, you gotta yeah. let it, okay. you gotta let it, you gotta let you it, you gotta let it puff up like an MRE. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta okay. let it puff up like an MRE. <laughs> Sorry, I had to speak Southern for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but the first night I slept on this thing, this, the first turn I made with it, I felt something tug in my back. And I thought, you know, I thought for a while, I thought it, I thought it was just gas. Because I get gas trapped, trapped you get <laughs> gas trapped underneath your rib cage, you just try to burp it out, right? But no, this didn't go away. And uh, it's... It's gotten worse as times went along. I just hadn't said anything about it, and last night, last night it was it was as much pain as I've felt in a long, long time. I thought that when it first woke me up, because it woke me up out of a dead sleep, I thought I I thought I was having uh, I thought I was having a heart attack. But then I I realized like okay, I can feel everything else. I can feel my arms. I can feel my feet. I, I you know I don't think it's that. I think it's this. I think I got to pull muscle in, in in my back, and that's what's causing this. And and sure enough, that's what it is. And uh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. That sucked last night. But I understand your pain. Oh, oh, it I sucked. physically felt it. <laughs> it sucked. And on top of it, I was having a nightmare too. So that didn't help matters any. Oh, you probably pulled something, maybe. Yeah. Or like that. Was it called a sciatic nerve? It's this is a yeah. interlocostal muscle. It, it's a it's a muscle wrapped interlocostal uh, interlocostal or whatever you call oh. it. Oh, <laughs> it's wrapped. I'm like sorry, a, I thought you were, <laughs> thought you were going international. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. And, and okay. Wrapped, Sidebar: We are not medical professionals. No, we are not yeah, medical professionals that was at all. My dead giveaway. <laughs> I just took I just took where it hurt and got a and got a picture of uh you know just got an illustration of what muscles are in your back and I took where it's really hurting me at and kind of figured out okay well it's kind of it yeah, it's wrapped around the rib cage and it can cause whenever it's strained it can cause pain it's shooting it's shooting pain in your chest and that's what it done. That and sucked. next around your rib cage, you can't really do anything but let it heal. That's it. That's it. Because so. it's like when you break a rib, unless it's like just shattered, they can't do anything about it. Yeah, you just tape it up and go right. on. You have to rub dirt on it. Hope it gets better. Because my husband's broken a rib before when he was, him, him and his friend were boxing, but it's it's dumb. Oh. But. <laughs> I see like right now it's burning and right, right in the center of my back is burning. So that's how I know it's inflamed. So, Jenny, how are you not sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me count the ways. No. We'd be here all night. I mean, we're already up. <laughs> oh, I'll sleep better tomorrow because I'll be back in my own bed. I'm working this week. But... I wasn't expecting so us to get that personal that quickly. <laughs> Eh, well, you know. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> well, you know, should, we, should we sidebar back into the wrestling side of this? Yeah, we should, yeah, yeah, we should uh, probably. probably. Go back 
we had a little icebreaker conversation with everybody now, so let's go ahead and get back into the wrestling side of it. I mean, I think we're just showing, like, we're opening up to show that you can open up to us if need yeah. be. Like, we're a hope to be a trusted friend to yes. anyone listening to this. Yes. Um, you can hit us up on Discord. You can hit us up on <laughs> all the same names. We're all Shame Wranglers, mm-hmm. Super JJ, Cat Cadillac. We're that everywhere for, for the most part. <laughs> Yeah, I think much. Jenny thinks Jenny's is all weird, but <laughs> but you can My find us for sure. Different, but that's it. We'll always make time. I say all of our DMs are always open. Yep. Yeah, the, all the, the d- slide on in. Slide. Sometimes on in Spike gets real bad, and I have to shut him off. But <laughs> not gonna lie. But it's been a while since things got really bad like that, so we're fine. Yeah, we haven't had. No one's any, trying to take down my Twitter. Yeah, we haven't had very many. Uh, we haven't had very many uh, 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 Roman Reigns accounts try to slip into our DMs lately. No, you know who's. Fucking, I've never had one. You know who keeps like following me and messaging me? Fake Tyler Breezes. Well, gee, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, I wonder why. Well, I mean, my bio says Tyler Breezes favorite. But like I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I. It's as funny because it used to be a bunch of Baron Corbins. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, an actual Baron Corbin fan. <laughs> I've had the opposite happen, where I've had someone message me on my Instagram that I used to. I haven't put anything on it in forever. Where I would make the like colorful edits and stuff. Thinking he's very good at edits, guys, by the way. That I was Dolph Ziggler. Huh? Right. Like, I had, like, an opposite. This lady was insane. But. That'd be an interesting talk. Talk about mental it... health. Insanity. Yeah. She was, you know, a few, few fries short of a Happy Meal kind of a person. She kept, like, trying to get money out of me. Like, she needed her phone turned back on. But oh, the, see, like oh, the fake Tyler oh, Breezes were wanting uh, cards. Yeah, they want Apple gift cards. They wanted me to PayPal them. You know, she oh. needed money to get like her phone turned back on or something. But like, she kept calling me Dolph, but then would also call me Sis. So I'm like, do you think I'm your sister or do you think I'm Dolph Ziggler? Which one is it, lady? Just whatever it is. That, uh, just whatever it is. So wait, whatever you you'll listen to. Just whatever you'll respond right. to. These scammers, man. I mean, I mean, they, they think they're they think they're slick. They think they're slick. But anyway, I feel like I report like at least three fake wrestlers a day that try to follow. I'm never gonna hit 200 followers on Twitter because I keep reporting all my new followers <laughs> because they're all like trying to be someone. Yeah. Like I know Roman Reigns sixty five three oh nine seven seven three three one isn't actually Roman Reigns. No, that's your prison. That's your prison <laughs> yard number, motherfucker. That's your prison yard number. You're trying to store. You're trying to get money. You're trying to get an Apple gift card sent to the jail. Yeah, Roman Reigns doesn't need me to PayPal him or send him an Amazon gift card, guys. I guarantee you. Roman Reigns. Send me one. Yeah, you can see. Uh, if anything, you it's send the, us one. Uh, yeah, I would say it's the other way around. Like Tyler Breeze, PayPal me. Just kidding. <laughs> PayPal me. You can to Rumble though. Has. Shout out sweeps. <laughs> I mean, he's 
Calabrese actually has given me an Amazon gift card. <laughs> That's a different story for <laughs> I another day. I was going to say he has PayPal me, but we went, we like one contest. <laughs> yeah, I think he's yeah he's. I think he PayPal Red one time too. I think. We've been a part of his Twitch community for a long ass time, guys. That's how we. That's how we know. Each <laughs> that's other. how we met. That's, that's like... how we all met. <laughs> we've we've known each other for a long time, guys. It's... If you are looking for a good community, go check out the sweet Absolutely, live absolutely. On and, you, and then you get a you YouTube. Get yeah, then you get to meet us. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can also say I can also say we we at one point in time we were the uh, we were the stars of that. Uh, of the uh, of the chat for sure. I would say a star. We were the stars of the chat. We were the stars. Not so much now since it's got so big, but back back whenever it was uh, back whenever it was small, we were the stars of chat. It was just it used to be weird because it would be like Breeze would stream like a Q and A while walking on the fucking treadmill, and there'd be like eighty people mm-hmm. <laughs> just asking him questions. Yeah. <laughs> And he's talking to all of us, so it's just a different time. Yeah, it's a different time. I that wish those videos were still ago. around. Yeah. The Breeze Man Breezes 88 Days or whatever, and when you did, like, backstage interviews for people. and Or, like, Corbs would always try to do it from the car, but they'd have the shittiest signal. Yeah. Because Baron yeah. Corbin used to be a part of this before WWE just completely tore apart Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. actually... We should. Oh, uh, I have some rumors that we could we could try to talk about at the end of this. Or you can talk about them now. Or you can talk about them now. Um, have y'all noticed there's nothing on up, up, down, down lately? Yeah, and there's. Have y'all seen? Have y'all seen the stories? I've seen the rumors. I don't Mm -hmm. believe them. See, I was gonna say it's. it's, I'm calling them what they are. Rumors. Yeah. I think it's still a COVID thing, because now because all the content they got during COVID was to party. Yeah. Well, that's not a thing anymore. And I think they still have COVID restrictions going on backstage to where something like Up, Up, Down, Down can't draw crowds and film. So I, I think that's what it is. they would give Woods, like, not back Up, Up, Down, Down, but, like, more to where, like, that could honestly be the forbidden door of wrestling, Up, Up, Down, Down. I mean, you also got to take into account that Woods does have another side hustle, too, now. With the, what, the G4. G4. G4, yeah. yeah. I almost said G8. And I was like, no, that's not what it is. G4 TV was uh, was my favorite television channel when it was actually a cable channel. That was that was what I that was my channel of choice to watch. I love G4 TV. Maybe there's just no time for it right now. Plus, with COVID safety protocols still in place, they're only just now kind of getting back on the road. They still haven't taken Breeze out of the manor. It's just crazy to see how many people in this banner have been released. Well, that too. That's another thing. That uh, they have released damn near everybody that that did up, up, down, down. Damn near everybody. Mm, not all of them. I mean, well, the only one left in B- the only ones left in BRE are Shayna and Dakota. Yeah. Well, I thought really? Jessamine was going to stick around so that she could still keep doing that. She wasn't going to take bookings. They haven't done anything. No, they haven't done anything. 
But even then, they got rid of they got rid of the, what? Well, they got rid of the champion. Actually, they got rid of the up up down down champion with Mia Yim. Mm hmm. <laughs> yep, she was the uh, she was the champ. It's like they just take whoever's the champion of up 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 down down left right left right. They'll just be like release them. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's and 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 uh, Xavier Woods done a lot for that channel. He created that community. Even though it's a WWE entity, and it always has been, Creed created that. That's Creed's I was going to say, he's the backbone to yeah, it. Yeah, he's the backbone to it. And whenever they they start releasing everybody that he, may, that he makes content with, I mean, there's no content to be made after that. And what do you say that, that channel brings in? Brings in a month for WWE. I don't know. I don't watch enough of their videos. I don't really watch up, up, down, down stuff anymore. One hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars a month. I mean, at the height, maybe a million dollars. I mean, a they month. already. I we they have over two million subscribers, and then some videos have over like Departy was getting over a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand views. Okay, so you're looking at uh, those 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 videos by themselves probably bringing in uh, bringing in. $500,000 a month. But now, do they have ads on them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's See, ads I, all I, them. I, I'm going to admit this here. I have never actually watched a Departy video. Not one. Oh, they've got ads all During in. the whole pandemic, I didn't watch a single Departy video. I was kind of salty about it in the beginning because it brought all these new people into the suites. And I was like, no, my attention. I'm an attention whore, guys. And it was going away oh, no. fast. Oh, no, 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 no. You? are humble compared to a certain somebody, but I'm just going to leave it at that because that's shit. not what this podcast is about. Nope, nope, That'll be our talking. after podcast rant, Cat, because I okay. I could go off for an hour. And, and, but let's talk about CTE and mental health, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about how Uno was initially our idea and, and Bruce took it from us. Let's no, not. no, no. Let's not go there. Let's shut it down now. Shut it down. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying we'll shut it down now. Shame's gonna talk out his feelings, and that's not. That's not good. <laughs> those are not the feelings we're talking about. Nope. <laughs> right, that test. Wrong, wrong podcast. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. I'll tell all. Also, speaking of next week, though, guys, we were talking about possibly doing one where we talk about like our live wrestling show experiences. So, if you have any to share, send them to us on Twitter at Pod, or you can do the anchor. Dot .fm link that's always in the description somewhere. I don't know how things work on other apps that aren't Spotify. I'm like our one listener on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that episode will be happening because 88% of the people said, sure, do it. Only one person said, Live. no, that's dumb. Oh, oh one, uh, who's the one person said it was dumb? Or, I, I don't know if it was one person, but 12% of the people. 12% of the voting. people said it was dumb. So one or two people thinks it's dumb and we share our live wrestling stories. <laughs> I mean, There's always got to be someone, you know? There's somebody got poo-poo on everything. Somebody. Well, 2021, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the way of the world, Shane. Whoever you are, shame on you. Sean. Shame. But anyway, CTE, guys, CTE. So, get this, I'm going to get all medically here for a second. But CTE medical. is chronic 
traumatic encephalopathy. I can say that word. I can't. Which is memory loss. Lo- okay, I can say encephalopathy. I can't say it. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> She used it all that one time. <laughs> so I could say encephalopathy, but then I couldn't say loss. I had to lash it. Memory loss, mood swings, suicidal tendencies are all symptoms of CTE. Okay, so in layman terms, in layman terms, what happens is, and and believe me, I used to play football, so I know I've had this happen. I've got I've been concussed a couple of times. Wherever you get, it, whenever you hit your head. Your brain actually sloshes around in your head. And the more your brain... My brain's a fucking slushy at this point. <laughs> the more your brain sloshes around in your head, the more, uh, the more of the, uh, uh, the symptoms of CTE that show up. So imagine taking bumps every night where you hit your head every night, and it happens. So this is what this is. I mean, it's still kind of... We don't, it's still, I want to say it's still pretty new based on what we know about it. People are still yeah. working on like the protocols for everything of like what's safe, what's not safe, depending on the sports and when to come back and all this. Right. Like, because also everybody reacts differently to it. Yeah. But it's, it's, the brain's a confusing thing. I like how it said it is it, it is particular particular particularly associated with contact sports such as boxing or American football. I'm not in the sports ball and yet I'm on my sixth concussion. I'll <laughs> well, see back in back in my day we back didn't day. we didn't know that it was a concussion. It was getting your bell rung, right? Right. It was getting your bell rung. So I've had my bell rung a few times, but you get up and you shake it off. You get up and you go, you shake it off. I mean, who gives a shit? You can't remember your name. You remember it tomorrow, and 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 go on about your day. But now, the, I well, mean, with my last or with my last like big concussion, the one that like was like the cause of like a lot of what I go through now, I was drunk at the time. And so it just felt like I was still drunk hours later. And I was like, I don't think I should still be drunk. Yeah, that's <laughs> and a good, that's, that's when a good we were like, we need to go to the doctor. <laughs> that, that and I had been c- concussed four other times before that. So I was like, this this feels bad. Let me go to the doctor. Yeah, that's actually a real good analogy. Because you, you, feel, you feel like you're high. I mean, not a high high, but, you, but you're all say, out of sorts. I was definitely like very drunk. There was some, like, fucking... Fruit Loop flavored vodka or whatever, something I don't know. Tasted very nice, very nice. <laughs> I think the first one we have to talk about is probably, I'd say, probably one of the more I don't want to use the word famous, but more well known stories. And used with- against me constantly in our friend Tom stream, <laughs> Chris Benoit. Yes, Chris Benoit. I think 100% he was suffering from CTE, but oh, yeah. we didn't really talk about or know about CTE. Yeah, but also, no, I feel like he didn't get the help that he needed after Eddie passed. Well, it's because it was during the time where you don't, really. Yeah. yeah. Or they didn't. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier with, like, Seamus saying, you know, like, back in the day, they didn't really have 
you know, the resources to for, like, mental health, especially in men. And, like, he lost, essentially, a brother. It's his best friend. And, yeah, out of literally nowhere, like, I mean, no one needs to tell you how devastating the loss of Eddie Guerrero was. But he didn't get the help that he needed, and I feel like that is what not started the spiral, but definitely sent it on, like, a certain trajectory yeah trajectory yeah yeah we 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 still feel eddie's loss today i mean just like we still we always feel chris benoit's loss even though we don't want to you know we don't want to talk about it because of these circumstances it'll always be there we'll always remember it and i and i mean there was a whole career before that though that i feel like we can't just erase just because he did I mean, it's hard because he did an awful thing. Yeah, he did. But also, it's like, was he was he Chris Benoit in that moment? No, I, I, I don't believe I'm he was. on the team that he was not. Hmm. And so, so I don't think the things that happened would have happened without multiple head injuries and CTE. Yeah, and it, had they done those like wellness checks before, and like you know before tragedy happened, this. It would have probably been avoidable. Let's well, see. That's what Eddie. That's what Eddie done for Chris. Eddie. Eddie would call Chris, make sure he's okay. And then when Eddie passed, I mean, he didn't have that. He didn't have anybody calling him and asking if he was okay. Right. Like I said, if this happened today, mm-hmm. first sign of him having any issues, he would be out of that ring. Yep. And healing. Well, think about recently. Bray Wyatt was ex- uh, experiencing some mental health issues because of the loss of Brody. Right. They said, we're going to do this match. We're going to write you off. Take the time you need. And I feel like that was like a step in the right direction for WWE. Of course, Dirt Sheets and everyone else on Twitter. Wrestling Twitter is the worst. Wrestling Twitter And they're going to be worst. like, the Fiend is buried. No, the Fiend is fucking taking care of himself. And that's what... At the at the end of the day, there's a person behind the wrestler that needs to be taken care of, regardless of story. Right. And it's, it's it's what a lot of wrestling fans don't seem to realize, or they put it out there like they realize it, but they don't really realize it. I was gonna say everyone wants to act like they know the person behind the wrestler, but then when it comes down to that person needs help. Now they're scrutinized for being a person. Yeah. It's get your ass in the they ring. They want to know the things that fit their agenda. Exactly. Yeah. Once, you know, it's uh, once their their favorite is out because they're taking care of themselves, it's get your ass in the ring. You haven't done anything. And, I mean, if you, if you want to see somebody I mean, get in the ring that much, get your ass in the ring. matches in a Random row, Twitter it's like, user. they're buried. Oh, I could go off all day about that. But that will be definitely for another podcast. Mm. But, uh, but I mean, Daniel Bryan had to retire due to CTE, and he suffered very severe, you know, anxiety and depression, which was played out in Total Bellas, but or Total Divas, well, I, I think. Total Divas. I think it, I think it was like hinted in Total Divas, but like the storyline was exclusively Total Bellas. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Brian had. They all a, they all look the same to me, but I watched them all. <laughs> Brian had a real tough time with uh, depression because he couldn't do what he loved, which is uh, wrestle. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad he was able to get back in the ring, and he's still going strong. And and he is that's what they're doing with Daniel Bryan is what I wish. Kind not to do the whole AEW is doing something better than WWE, but and just in the sense of like you can tell he's excited to wrestle everyone there. Yes, because everyone is new to him. Everybody's new to him. Yeah, it's new matchups for him. It's new. It's, and so it's like yeah. literally every week, it's Brian Danielson versus someone new. They're not taking him. And yes, I understand like storylines and stuff like that, but Brian Danielson being in AEW is still a very new thing. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need to jump into wrestling Kenny Omega for six months. No, no, he doesn't need to do that. And I mean, to but me, right now we're just getting some fucking like bangers of oh, matches. Oh yeah, we're getting great matches from from Brian Danielson right now. And these and these younger wrestlers, especially, are getting experience that you can't fucking buy. Oh no! And this like not. Intel. Just from being across the ring for Brian Dan- like, you can't teach that. Not in wrestling school. Well, no, maybe at flatbacks. <laughs> maybe at flatbacks. Uh, I can't remember who he wrestled tonight, and they had a they had a great match too. It was uh, Rocky Romero. Yeah. Oh, I thought who wrestled Bobby Fish then? Uh, Bobby Fish didn't wrestle. Bobby Fish wrestles uh, Friday night against oh, uh, Jungle okay. Boy. As a fact. I- as a favor to his old UE pal, Adam Cole, baby. Okay. I think I got my, my trends mixed up. Also, my 600-pound life is trending, and I want to know why I'm on TV, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> you could cut that out, Shane. <laughs> oh, I hate when wrestling's over, because then it's just basketball that trends. Yeah. <laughs> My radio station was like, uh, reach out to your uh, fellow college basketball fan. They might need you today. And I was like, oh, Jenny. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, my Jenny's, team won last night. We Jenny's a Jayhawks fan. She'll be fine. <laughs> but I was just like, I, so nice, but... I think I was just shocked. I was like, oh, I do have one. <laughs> Granted, it's in a whole other fucking state, but... <laughs> Big 12 basketball is where it's at, though. That's Big 12 basketball is where it's at. Until they disband here in a couple of years. Yeah, probably, until they disband, but... they all go to the SEC, and then the SEC would be where it's at for basketball and football. But that's good. Yeah, this is back to the it's back to the CTE though. I, I could go on about SEC football all night. It's like playing. It's like watching the NFL. But I would with I don't know how good your memories are, but how long do you think Daniel Bryan was actually retired? Uh, um, three years. Four. I'd say three. I'd say three. Cat says four. Don't you be googling it. Shut up. <laughs> I want a number off the top of your head. Tell me. You said four, right? Yeah. Two. Two. Doesn't it feel like it lasted eons? It lasted. It seemed like it lasted forever. Because it's like, I started see, watching... it felt like forever to us, but feel like how long it felt for him. Mm-hmm. Well, see, no, for me, though, it was kind of weird because I started watching wrestling in 2016 when he retired. I can't quite remember when. I think I remember watching the episode where he gave the speech, and I had no idea who the hell he was because I was still so new. 
I remember I remember when he gave the speech. It, it was right there it was right there like when Edge I remember Edge giving his speech. And uh I mean he had just won the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, so technically three is right. Cause he count two thousand fifteen in his Oh no, wait. When did he I have, Never I have mind. My notes Ignore that he me. retired in twenty sixteen. Returned in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he had, ju- me. he had just won the uh, he had just won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania at Mania. Or, no, 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 no. Because no, I started what, watching the year Zack Ryder won it. That was the year before that Daniel Bryan. won Yeah, it was the year before, uh, but he had just won it again. And uh, the match, I think, there's a match on. Uh, I think it's a match on Raw or SmackDown where he is at the, is the next night or the next show after when he, he after he won the after he won the Intercontinental Championship. He went out to do his patented uh, tope suicida, and he, so I think somebody stepped out of the way. I can't remember who he was wrestling at the time. They stepped out of the way, and he landed head first in between this when they had two announce tables. Yeah, WrestleMania 31. It's when they had uh, two announce tables, and he landed in between both announce tables, and he went head first in between both announce tables, and that was the last match he wrestled before his retirement. I have to go back and watch it because I can't remember that. Yeah, said it was. I think it was right around the time that I was starting to watch. Oh, okay. So Brian lost to Sheamus at the April second SmackDown when uh, Barry interfered during the match. Brian split his forehead open yep. on the broadcast table, mm-hmm. causing him to bleed and later requiring stitches. Yep, that's it. And then they did, uh, you know, just some precautionary measures, and they did an MRI and. MRIs are scary when you have a head injury. Also, the most annoying thing, because I get MRIs all the time for my migraines, and sometimes they want me to have a migraine when I get an MRI. I don't need you to cause a migraine. The machine itself is going to give me a migraine. (laughs) I can hear MRI machines in my sleep. And, and you can't even go to sleep during these. Like when I used to get like MRIs on like my knees or something like that, I could sleep. Nope. We need your brain to be awake. Sorry, I'm just a little bitter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I couldn't tell. It wasn't until this past. Uh, so I switched like hospitals of where I get MRIs, and this one. I don't know why it's just randomly like, yeah, you can listen to music. So they give me headphones and they know because they're like, <laughs> they're like, do you want to listen to Slipknot? Do you want to listen to like punk? Like we know that's your vibe. And I was like, put it on whatever. I'm fine. <laughs> well, it really it makes, makes my brain the... jump out of my fucking skull. Well, it just, it helps the, so I've had an MRI go as long as an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes that hour and a half go by so much faster. Because if it's a 20-minute MRI, I think of, like, my one of my favorite shows of all times is called Superstore. And, like, that's, like, a 20-minute episode. So if I just think about that episode, I'm okay. <laughs> but an hour and a half, it's hard to think your way through that. That it is. That's true. And those are the ones where I need to have a migraine so they can see all the things. <laughs> Enough about me, though. Other people. <laughs> I feel like there's someone... Well, I mean, we were talking about before the um, 
before we started uh, recording about uh, like different wrestlers that struggled from mental health, at least from an injury, like Biggie, it wasn't a head injury, but when he tore his patella again, he had to get help. Yeah, I mean, just because, now, and and all mental health doesn't come from getting getting your head bashed in. That can come from anything. Any injury, any injury, really any injury, or anything, or anything bad that goes on in your life or in your day, uh, that can cause mental health issues. And you know, it's 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 a thing that happens. I mean, you know, back in the day, we used to call it a bad day, or we used to call it a bad week. That's what we used to call it back in the day. I'm having a bad day. Oh, why are you having a bad day for? Well, such and such happened, and, you know, my mind ain't right. That's how we explained it away, right there. My mind isn't right. That's how we used to explain it away back in the 90s, 80s and 90s. And now it's like your mind isn't right because it isn't right. You've got your, your mental health is not where it needs to be at for you to do your job properly. Or you live your life properly. And, and that's the extreme cases when people can't live their lives properly. Trying to think, could AJ Lee have been one of the first people to really openly talk about mental health and mental disorders? Oh, her book is so good. Yes, it is. I need to read it again. It's been a while. I mean, she was that's openly my bipolar. Yeah. Yes, she is. She was bipolar. No, she is bipolar. I mean, was she one of the first, really, to maybe kind of be open about it? One of the first, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like open about it in, like, a more positive way, where it's, like, recently we've had a lot of tragedies happen where it's, where it's like, something, you know, something awful happened. It's definition of a tragedy cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to talk about doing this episode since the whole Daphne situation over the summer. Yeah. And then it recently, with everything going on with Dean Ambrose going to get help for his alcohol abuse, we kind of started stirring the pot to try to bring it up and do it again. It's John and here we are. It's John I don't care. I don't care. Oh my goodness. My mother-in-law, I went to... It was like in December of like one of the, fir like the first AEW shows, like the first year. It's when they did the Dark Order, uh, the, the guy that was punching the ground next to Dustin. It was that show. <laughs> I was there for that. Um, <laughs> but she had never seen AEW in her life. She just knew she loves wrestling. And there are a couple guys from WWE that she knows. So she was like, I'm down. And we made the trek on to Corpus Christi, Texas, <laughs> which is like five hours away from me. With traffic, apparently it was six and a half, and I missed the meet and greet with Sean Spears, and I was very pissed. But it's fine. Uh, That's about how long but... it takes me to get across my entire state. <laughs> By the way. I'm so jealous. For any international listeners that might not quite understand the size of Texas, she went to another city in about six hours, and it takes me that long to go across my entire state. I went, like, ha not even, I think, like, not even halfway across the state. Say, when I drove to Arizona, when I drove to Arizona, I live on like the Houston side of things, which is almost as far east in Texas as like the like the most east major city we have. They're touching Louisiana and Houston. I was gonna say I can get to Louisiana in like three hours, <laughs> but when we were going towards Arizona, it took us eighteen hours to leave Texas. Jesus. 
or like 16. I can go days. back and forth to Colorado twice in that amount of time. <laughs> but okay, but anyways, my mother-in-law is at this show and she sees John Moxley come out and she's like, oh, Dean Ambrose! <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so many people give my mother-in-law a death glare at the same time. <laughs> but she don't give a shit. She's just gonna scream what she knows. She don't give a fuck about your opinions. <laughs> I don't do change. Sometimes I might call him. It was still very new. Ambrose, but I, I don't do name changes. I was like, often. let the girl I, live I keep her them life. who I'm known as. Or who they're known as to me. I was like, she was three beers deep at that point. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> she was just mad they didn't have someone walking around giving out beer. <laughs> she had to I'd have been mad, it. too, they didn't have a beer vendor walking around passing out we beer. Because we were on the floor, and so she was like, someone should be walking around with some beer. <laughs> God, did they, I don't but, think they walk around with beer at my stadium. Last, um, last WWE event I went floor. to. Or for WWE, they do. Yeah. Uh, but not. I think they walk around with cotton Rumble, candy. And lemonade. But I can't remember if there was ever beer. Yeah, in Greenville, they walked around with beer. So in Greenville, All they, they walked around with beer. All they have is beer. When at the Royal Rumble, I couldn't get anything but beer. And I was like, guys, <laughs> I just want some lemonade or some water. My kidneys are screaming. <laughs> in Greenville, they, they walked around with beer. The problem was, it was $10 a beer, and I wasn't about to pay it. I was going to say, that's another issue she has, is when she finally gets to the beer, and it's ten dollars, and they have to pour it out into an open cup. Yeah, that's what pissed me off. They poured, they, they took my can <laughs> and poured it out into a cup. I'm like, what the hell is this? I didn't pay ten dollars for this. It's like if you have tap, give me tap. But yeah. she was like, don't give me a can and try to pretend it's tap. Right? Yeah. Don't give me a can. <laughs> that and pay, can can be a projectile weapon, but your cup can't. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, you know, you you go to you go to, uh, you go to buy a beer I at you was the stadium. Throw that cup at them. <laughs> you go buy a beer at the stadium. It, 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 it's if you get a can and they pour it out and they charge it poured into a cup and they charge you ten dollars that is highway robbery that can should be five no more than five dollars no more than say, five dollars a good tap beer I can see paying like like a good like craft tap beer I can see paying like ten dollars for like absolutely I don't mind beer. that I don't mind that if it's like coming you from go a to PJs tap or something and it's like or like a good bar or like a brewery we have a lot of breweries around here. If it's coming like, from I tap, that. yeah. If it's coming from tap, I will pay ten dollars for it. I'll probably but buy a couple of. But don't pour a fucking Bud Light into a plastic cup and then charge someone ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah, don't pull this son of a bitch out of the fridge that's in, still in the box. This is what they done to me. I ordered a Michelob Light because it was the only thing they had there that was drinkable, and they pull this <laughs> son of a bitch out of a box in a fr in a refrigerator, pour it in a damn cup, hand me the cup, and then want ten dollars for it. I'm like, what the heck? This is highway robbery. Why are you charging you me ten dollars for a can of fucking beer? Now? We went to Raw in like 2018 or something like that. And the first beer she got was a hot beer. Oh my God. <laughs> I was I'd like, been so mad. She, <laughs> she was so pissed. I'd have been mad. They'd have got it back. And look. <laughs> I mean, she, they're like, we can give you some ice, ma'am. <laughs> ice. <laughs> Shut up. Put ice in my fucking beer. My aunt loves her beer over ice. Oh. She's weird, though. No, that ain't gonna fly. She was like, I paid for beer, not water. I paid for cold beer. It's room temperature shit. Not this room temperature shit. I paid for cold beer. But then after that, she was like, well, one, with the way... Uh, I guess it's most basketball stadiums, because uh, 
Raw when they come is at the Toyota Center. And so, like, you're when you come in, you're at the top. And then you walk all the way down. And it's like we were all the way, we were pretty far down. Not on, like, the floor or anything. Uh-huh. But, like, you know, good good little seats. I was proud of those. Now I'm, I, I've been on the floor and I'm bougie as fuck. But <laughs> I can't go back. <laughs> but um, we were there and she didn't want to go all the way up and down the stairs. So she would send me to go get her beer. And she was like, Cat, if it ain't cold, cuss them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, it ain't, if, you beers like, if you go to a place like that and you pay $10 for a beer, it damn well better be cold. And it better be damn cold. It better be damn near frozen. She's lucky I brought her back a beer. I waited 30 minutes in that merch line. <laughs> this Just is, trying to get a raw t-shirt that says, I was there. <laughs> and this is, why I love, this is why I love minor league baseball so much. Because I can go to a minor league game. I don't give a shit who's playing. I could care less who's playing in a minor league game. Beer's cheap. Beer's five or six bucks. Beer's cheap. You can you can sit there and drink beer all night and spend about 45 bucks and you're good. Beer's cheap. You've had a good time. You watch some baseball. You can't even do that at bars these days. Yeah, yeah, you can't even do that at bars. But you go to a minor league baseball game. Beer's cheap. At minor league baseball game. You don't you don't realize how cheap it is. And if and if that and if that team has a beer night, like uh, my my team did in Hickory, North Carolina, they had a beer night. They had Thursday night. Thirsty Thursdays was beer night. Two dollar beers. <laughs> Two dollar beers. You talk about show. You you want to show. You know I'm not. You want to know who showed up every Thursday for Thursday Thursday? This old boy, because it's two dollar beers, and it didn't matter. There was no limit. There was no limit. You that's could buy why we, every That's beer. why people love drinking at Mexican restaurants because me and my mother in law back when I was drinking more heavily, <laughs> well, you know, less head injuries ago, we would go to. Uh, it's called El Burrito. El Burrito. <laughs> and they would have like $5 like jumbo margaritas. Like the big ones so you can like stick your face in. <laughs> and we would just start chugging. Well, it's, uh, well, it's the last time uh, last time we and met. And then go uh, through like 60 baskets of chips. <laughs> it's the last time we met uh, met all of our, uh, our mutual friend, Dara. The last time we met Dara at... Uh, in uh, Asheville, so we went to uh, Texas Roadhouse, and they had the uh, what was it? Texas Road Daryl, let me know. But anyway, they had the tall beer for like six bucks. I'm like, yeah, send it my way. And Dude, that's a good price. Yeah, and it's it's not it's like a was it a can or was it tap? It was tap. It was okay. Tap. See, yeah, that's a good bucks. price. Yeah, it's a real good price. And you get the big tall forty ounce glass for six bucks. Yeah, I'll drink a couple of those and I'll go home. The prices of drinks in general are ridiculous. Like, I went to a, like, festival concert uh, this summer. It's called BuzzFest. And my husband got a margarita. And it's, like, one of those tall, skinny ones. Mm-hmm. $15. Fuck that. He had two of those. Luckily, he was drunk off of two of those. But... Well, they better fill it up. <laughs> well, they better fill it up with actual uh, room if they're going to give me it. If they're going to charge me $15. I don't know, but then bottles of water were six dollars and then you had to pay extra two dollars for a cup of ice yeah you yeah you pay more for the water and you do the alcohol that's why everybody's drinking alcohol well i was just trying i was just trying to not die because it was the heat of the day because we got there around two (laughs) o'clock and i was like once the sun goes down i'm i'm ready which apparently everyone else was too because that's when the smell of weed was like woo. 
<laughs> my husband was like, is that weird? If it smells like a skunk, it's a good brand. That's good I don't stuff know. Right it there. also like doubled. It went from like, yeah, there's a few thousand people here to, oh shit, there's a few thousand people here. <laughs> there's a few thousand people just over here. Yeah. It got really crowded, but also just nice and yeah, I won't get into it. There's a lot of stuff happening in Houston regarding crowds and stuff, so yeah, we won't get into it. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a, a rap festival podcast. No, we are a wrestling and lifestyle podcast. Yes, <laughs> because we have barely talked about any fucking wrestling today. <laughs> No, but we, but we have talked head injuries and and we've we talked head injuries and 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 depression and things like that, and that's that's what mm-hmm. this is about. And we yes, can take some yes. time out. We can take some time out to laugh at a personal story we tell. You know, because you know, because I don't want to get so dark, and you know, I don't want it to be like that. It needs to be some lightheartedness. If there's not some lightheartedness in this group, I mean, I mean, who in the hell are we? You know. So, yeah. yeah, so, but, yeah, uh, but, you know, head injuries. Also, we're, we're just humans, too, you know, yeah, like, we, we have our downfalls, we have our, you know, our, our struggles and stuff like that, so it's like, while you're like, well, how the fuck are they laughing, instead of being like, how the fuck are they laughing, just be like, mm. oh, they might need help. <laughs> they might need help. They might need help. And in that case, we'll say yes. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, you know, ha- you know, mental health can be, it sucks when it doesn't go your way. When things don't go your way, uh, it takes a toll on you mentally. And uh, I'll, I'll share what I went through just, you know, just a few weeks ago. Um, the, uh, you know, we, we took a little break with the podcast, and that was because of me. Uh, things wasn't going right in in the uh, my content creation side of things for me. wasn't going the way I wanted to go. And uh, In that time, though, things got real for all three of us. Yeah, it did. But, I mean, I, I think things were maybe a little bit heavier for you in that time. Yeah. But it was, it was all of us, so we all needed to kind of sit down and... You know, reevaluate. Yeah, we all need we all need to recharge the battery, so to speak. And uh, when I get when I get like that, I, I I get real introspective, and I don't I don't ever say I don't ever blame anything on anybody else. Either it's either I do it or I didn't. It's not it's not this person's fault. It's not it's not. Twitch's fault. It's not YouTube's fault. It's my fault. I'm not good enough. And that and that's and when you tell yourself that you're that you're not good enough enough times, you start to believe it. And that's what happened to me. I told myself I wasn't good enough to make con- content creation. And this is this is the exact same words I used with Cat too. So she can tell you it's the exact same things I used as the same words. Well, he tried to say Shame Wrangler is dead, and I was like, Mm -hmm. the fuck he ain't. I'm not going to call you anything else. Yep. Yep. I said, no. I was like, whether or not you make content as Shame Wrangler on Twitch.tv anymore, that doesn't mean you're not Shame Wrangler. 
The identity's not dead. But that's where I was at mentally. That's where he I was needed at a blunt conversation in that time. If that sounded blunt, he needed that bluntness at mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> yep, I, just, I needed that bluntness. Because I think I called you right after work, and I was like, you Shane. Did. I think I called you John in that moment. You I did was call like, me John. John. You did call me John. <laughs> you did call me John in that moment. And uh, it, it, it was something that it was something I need. It, it's, it's, I always need somebody to, I, I need someone to tell me what I need to hear, not what James I want to hear. Kind of responds, James Moore. You respond well or like better to like tougher love. Yes, uh, that's what yes, I've always been. Like, in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Where that's like what I've me, been. if you come at me too strong, I might cry. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, when I get like that, petting me is not the way to go. I also don't want to be pet. I went yeah. somewhere in the middle. <laughs> don't pet me. Yeah, if don't I don't touch it, me. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. That, that's the thing. You, 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 that's the thing. I don't want anybody to pet me. Petting me just pisses me off. Just tell me. Just, just freaking tell me, and I can get better if you tell me. I respond better to. I respond better if you just tell me, instead of don't don't sugarcoat things. And that's and that's why I think I rub some people the wrong way. It's because I don't sugarcoat anything. I just come out and say it. And it's not because I'm trying to be an asshole. It's because that's just... It's just how I operate. It's how I respond to things. I don't... I don't respond well to being petted on. I respond well when you tell me. It's ingrained in me. Just tell me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. And that's what Cadillac done. And that's what started turning everything around. And that's why we're still here. Well, I mean, I also was saying, I was like, even if I was like something that makes you happy and me and me, Jenny and shame have all said at separate times, like something that really makes us happy that we want to put our efforts into right now is this podcast. Yeah. And like, even if, and I said it, yes, I said it last week to shame. And I was like, even if no one fucking listens to this podcast, this is like we said, like three three hours mm-hmm. a week that I've like gar- almost guaranteed time with my two best friends. Yes. And that, that's, that's something else that come into play too. Whenever Cadillac give me the talking to that I needed, I started, you know, I thought, you know, that podcast, it, it just isn't me. If I, if I think it's just me, that's a selfish way to look at it because that's Cadillac and that's Jenny. They've put their time into this podcast too. So you need to get your ass. You need to pick your ass up and get back to get back to work, and that's and that's what I've done. And that's what I've done. Uh, do I still need to do some stuff on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. I've got to get some time off work to do that. Hopefully that comes pretty soon. We're actually hiring people now, so hopefully that comes pretty soon. But uh, as of right now, I'm, I feel pretty good. I feel I'm really optimistic. On I just got to get my ducks in a row. Once I get the ducks in a row. Uh, we're going to be back going full stream like we was whenever I wasn't doing anything. So, but that was my little that was my little mental health story of the of the show. Yeah. But you're talking about being selfish, and I feel like what what the disease of mental health, like bad mental health, like what depression does to you is makes you think more selfishly because mm-hmm. it's like even 
even just last week, you know, I was telling my husband, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, literally nothing will change if I'm not here. Like, this will still go on. This will still be fine. Like, this, like, I literally do not need to be here. And I was like, and I kind of don't want to be. And he, and then he kind of had to be like, I know you don't see that right now, but let me show you a different side. Let me show you from my point of view how, you know, how you not being in it would change. And so that was nice to give it another perspective. And that helped me a lot in that moment. Still struggling, <laughs> but not as bad. <laughs> yeah, it's all about, you know, it's it's when you have thoughts like that, you just got to think of how you affect everybody else. Because you're going to affect I'm scared people. of being... I'm scared of being selfish. Like sometimes the guilt of making someone sad, I felt like was the only thing keeping me alive. Cause when I was back in like 2015, I had attempted suicide and I was in the hospital and someone in, well, I'll say it was close to me. I think I've told y'all this story before. So y'all know who it is, but mm. I don't want everyone else to know who it is. Um, came to the hospital and was like how the fuck can you do this that is so unbelievably fucking selfish of you to put me through this to do this like how dare you and i ever that's stuck with me ever since (laughs) yeah but then i've also had someone tell me back in high school before um before i found my my special friend they were like, girl, they're like, your story and your thoughts would make a therapist kill themselves. And I was like, okay, so I won't talk to them. I don't want to burden them. Right. So. Yeah. And that and that's that's something you don't want to hear. That's, something that's you also don't another hear. reason to find out who your true friends are. Mm-hmm. That's something you don't want to hear from anybody. That oh, that makes therapists kill themselves. Best friends with. That yeah. That. that makes you feel better. You know, all the, yeah, thanks a lot. That makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, you know that, that's, that, that was my whole train of thought because, because I, I, I was, whenever I said I was done, I was done. I, I was literally done with everything and Cadillac kicked my ass. And then I think I, I said, what is this shit on discord? Yep. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Cause he, I'm sorry for laughing. He posted on Discord and said, or your name or something like mm-hmm. that was Shame Wrangler is dead. Yep. Or no, your name was like just John and mm-hmm. you posted like Shame Wrangler is dead. Yep, I did. I and was, I was it done. Had po- it popped up while my husband was on the computer. <laughs> and he was like, Kat, you might need to call Shame. <laughs> He's like, something just popped up and said, Shame Wrangler is dead. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Cadillac kicked my ass. I know Jenny talked to me for a little bit. Jenny don't kick my ass like Cat does, though. Jenny is Jenny, the medium. It, yeah, like, yeah, Jenny she's, just sort of. I don't know. I feel like me and Shane could be really hard like on each other, but then Jenny like swoops in, and she's like yeah. kind of like the the mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me and Cadillac could be hard on also, each other. Also, you all have well-known on this podcast. Me and Shame cannot be left alone. We no. need an adult, and that is Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jenny is the adult in the room. Is the adult in the room. 
uh, me and Cadillac could talk to each other and we could kick each other's ass and still love each other for it and appreciate the deal that would kick their ass. And, yeah. and, and believe me, and you know, I'm, I'm close with both these girls. I, I, I'm close with both these ladies and I love I was going to say, I def- definitely have different relationships with both of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but like I, if I had an issue with Jenny, I would definitely not come at Jenny that strong. No, no, definitely not. I mean, no, I would no, no, definitely no. be blunt with Jenny and be like, hey, if something, you know, like to break the ice, you know, like just to get it talking. But I wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, I would ask, but it wouldn't mean that it wouldn't be nowhere near. See, me and Kat can get aggressive with each other. We can get really aggressive with each other when we talk, they and y'all heard it. On the, it means I love you. <laughs> yeah, and it just means. I mean, we. I mean, it's just it's just how close we are. We know we can do it. I would. I wouldn't be as aggressive with Jenny because Jenny's not aggressive. Not aggressive person like that. Me and Cadillac, we're aggressive. <laughs> Jenny's not. <laughs> and, Jenny's not aggressive with us. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I wouldn't be aggressive with Jenny like that. Jenny I wouldn't be nowhere be close. Aggressive. Yeah, I wouldn't be nowhere close to aggressive with Jenny as what I am with Cat. Because I know Cat can handle it, because that's how Cat would come at me. She would come at me with the same aggression, and and it, it and you know it just it helps to know that that you have friends that aren't going to hold back and they're going to tell you what you need to hear. And so, it's nice to have a variety because in different moments you're going to need different things. Where it's like in some moments, like I really don't need shame right now yelling at me. No. You know, I need I need Jenny to just talk it out with me, you know? And then sometimes it's like, you know what? I need someone to tell me to get off my ass. Mm-hmm. And that's shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And and I, I I I love I love both these girls to death. I mean I just you know, I I love them to death I do anything for them. And it it's it they mean the world to me and and they've helped me out more than anybody will ever know. As far as like, as like my mental health, and I say that goes around in a circle. We're playing yeah, ring around the rosy with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's and I I don't normally get this open, but this is a special episode, and I do want to get it open. That uh, I say y'all are really getting to know us now. We yeah. started the podcast with the get to know us. Now y'all are really getting to y'all, know yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> it, I just just you know, if you. If, you have somebody you can trust like that. Don't be afraid. Just you know, say, "Hey, I got something that's on my mind that's bothering me." And if they're and if they and if they're your friend and they trust you like that and you trust them like that, they're gonna say, "What's up? What can I help you out with?" And I am lucky, lucky, lucky as hell that I've got a circle of friends that I could do that with. Not just not just Cat and Jenny. I'm talking our entire circle. Of friends I could do that to. I was going to say that's too many to name and I'd be scared yeah. I'd leave someone out. Yeah, exactly. It's in the entire circle <laughs> of friends. Y'all know who you are and we yep. love you. Yep, you know who you, you know who you guys are. <laughs> what? I don't know where to go anymore. Yeah. I was going to say I feel like that's like a really good place to kind of wrap it. Yeah, I think. I think so too. And like we've been reiterating this entire time, like if you need, if you're needing help, if you're, if you're thinking about things, like it's okay to reach out a hand because there's going to be someone there even if you can't see them. Yep. And then if you feel more comfortable, maybe speaking to a stranger, 
The Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Because sometimes it might be easier for someone to talk to a stranger because they might not feel they can burden their friends or their family. Or sometimes it's hard to admit these things to someone that you know. So sometimes that stranger is easier to talk to. Because they're not, they don't know you. They can't really judge you. They can just and listen. they're and they're very much trained to be sensitive to the subject of what you're going through. They're not going to say like, "Oh, like, why are you mad about that?" You know, like why they're going to be like, "Well, why does you know?" They're they're trained. They're going to be like, "Why does this upset you?" Like, tell me more. Like, they're going to get you talking and get you out. Uh, I know this from experience, uh, <laughs> and they. It's a really it's a really good resource to have. I have it saved in my phone because you just never know. Because like Jenny was saying, sometimes you don't want to burden your friends. Like having to break down and tell my husband I don't want to be here anymore. Hardest thing I've ever done. And I never want to do that again. <laughs> and so I was like, let me talk to a stranger now. <laughs> and if it's also, it might be easier. It looks like they have like a instant message chat option to where yeah i was gonna say words out loud you can type them because i know that for me i hate talking on the phone even just to make like a simple dentist appointment you know if i was trying to talk to somebody about something that heavy i don't know if i'd be able to get the words out so maybe this chat option would be easier for somebody too so if you just google the suicide prevention hotline all of the sources come up for you and also if you're struggling mentally from not necessarily like suicidal thoughts, but you're struggling with with substance abuse, there's definitely, you know, resources out there that will link below. Uh, you know, there's resources, especially within the Trevor Project for the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, I was trying to make sure I didn't leave out something. Uh, there's, there's resources everywhere. And like we we're saying, that hand that you reach out, sometimes it's just a Google search away from the substance abuse hotline is 1-800-662-4357 and we will link some stuff below or not below i say in a youtube video Um, (laughs) we'll link some stuff in the description description. (laughs) so that way uh you know you can get you can get your help because no no one deserves to feel like shit no one deserves to feel the way that you're probably feeling right now and and if you just, I mean, if you still want to talk to strangers, like we said, reach out to us. You know, we'll li- we'll listen to anybody. Oh yeah, and it doesn't. And you don't have to have a don't have to have a drinking problem or a substance abuse problem. You could just have a life problem. Life could just be getting you down. And sometimes that's all it takes for people. And then that's that's really happening a lot in the past couple of years with COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have special hotlines now where, like, if your family is being deeply impacted by by COVID that, you know, you can reach out and find those resources to help you with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, uh, be uh, staying inside and being, and being in, uh, I know we was on lockdown in lockdown for some of 2020, a lot of actually was. But about some three states are before. still in it. Yeah. Some states are actually still in it. So if Texas, you're still, Texas decided they can't do that, but like places like California and like, I feel like up North a lot, they, they have a lot more stricter, yeah. like, guidelines well, and more lockdowns. Australia. Australia. Had a yeah. severely strict lockdown. Yeah, our friends in Australia, and you know, you guys know who you are, too. Uh, 
they're still in lockdown and they're uh, they ain't coming out of it anytime soon. And I know they've been struggling over there mightily. Uh, so, so anything like that, just reach out and you know, because things there's gonna be better days. If you're struggling, you're struggling with anything. There's gonna be better days. It might be a struggle today, but the good Lord above doesn't put you through anything you can't handle. And that is an absolute 100% fact. You, you, you're strong enough to get through it. You're strong enough. To, you're strong enough to make it to the next day. So that's that's how you got to look at it. But don't yeah, be afraid. Don't be afraid to reach out. True. Don't be afraid to reach out. Get that help because sometimes that's well, what you need to be strong. And I keep saying this hand reference. I got it from a movie, or technically it's a Broadway play. It's one of the best ones. It's called Dear Evan Hansen. If you haven't seen it, please go oh, watch. Broadway watch it play. on Broadway. That's too, that's too much goddamn culture for me. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Because <laughs> uh, it's just like, in the like mainstream like song of it all, I'm, I'm not about to sing. I'm literally, I could be one of those people that they could pay to be the bad singer on American Idol. That's me. So she I'm not going to sing. She Sorry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Jenny. That was the first thing that came into my head. Uh, like he says in the song, like, reach out your hand. But I feel like it also goes both ways for like, if you're, if you're struggling, you're on the ground, you reach out your hand so someone can help you up, but also reach out your hand and help somebody up as well. Absolutely. Reach out and uh, reach out because you don't know who's going to need that hand. You don't know who's going to You don't know who you need to watch out for. It could be somebody close to you. It could be your friend. It could be somebody off the street. You don't know who you're going to impact that day by just being there. And uh, Be nice to people. Yeah, be, be nice to people, man. Be respectful. Don't be like these lunatics that are. Don't be Karen that is screaming at people in Walmart. Don't be these Karens you well, see now, on TikTok. Sometimes though, the Karen could be struggling with her mental health too. Well, Not obviously, all the time, but obviously, sometimes. obviously, the Karen is definitely struggling with mental health, but she's not respecting Karen's anybody. Karen needs to not else. take it out on somebody. Yeah, else. exactly. She don't need to be taking it out. Taking it out on average Joe at, at the Walmart. So don't be caring and take it out on the average Joe. Find somebody find somebody to talk to. But also if you see someone acting out and being a Karen, maybe ask them if they're okay. If that's right. not like them. Because I say, not everybody goes out of their way just to be a jerk to somebody. There are sometimes underlying factors and reasonings. Like, you know, they could be having the worst day of their lives and that's just the moment they chose to explode, you know, appropriate or not. I was going to say, whether you, whether you know... The load of someone's back that pin that you watch drop on them may not seem like a big deal to you but for them that made them fall apart yeah somebody pulled that grenade pin on them that uh, just before that happened and uh that's uh, sometimes it's all it takes it's you know uh you know i'm real bad about this i'm real bad about keeping stuff bottled in and and until it just it can't be held no more and when it can't be held no more it's not good so don't leave that stuff bottled in. I mean, even if you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, I can't, and just, and just speak it out to the mirror. Just speak it to the person in the mirror. That, I mean, that helps because I have lots of conversations with myself. I mean, talk to your dog, talk to your cat. Just sometimes just speaking the words out loud, even if it's something that somebody's not going to respond to, 
can't help. Yes. You're just getting it out there. Just putting it out And there. there's a lot of exercises, too. Even on just fucking Pinterest... For, like, if you're experiencing anxiety, if you're in the middle of a panic attack, like, what you can do to help draw yourself out of it and center yourself and get yourself in the moment and, like, out of your head. So, there's there's tons of things out there. It's Facebook groups, too. Don't be afraid to look in Facebook groups. Facebook groups are powerful. Just don't go on Twitter when you're struggling. Yeah, just don't go on Twitter and voice your struggles. Because Twitter is the worst place to do that. Because you will get dogpiled on. You'll get dogpiled on, most likely. Okay, so Shave, I sent you some <laughs> links on Twitter. One is for substance abuse, uh, like help. And then one is for the Trevor Project. Uh, and then one is for just the National like Suicide Prevention I got like, website. I got them. So we will have those linked in the description they for you guys. They will be linked in the description for you guys. I will do some typing on that. But we love you guys. And I'm sorry if this, I guess not sorry, because this could, if this helps one person, then it's worth it. Uh, you know, we, sometimes you have to get real. And we did. So unfortunately there is too much real in the world today. And mm -hmm. there's been a lot of issues with the wrestlers and just, it's a real thing. Yeah. And with it, with the progression of just, it's getting easier and more talked about, and it's not a hidden issue anymore. So we do need to keep talking about it, so hopefully we don't lose more wrestlers to suicides and yeah. CTE concussions, and yeah, we're learning new stuff every day, it's progressing, we'll just see where the future goes. Yeah, I was gonna say, we're still developing as humans, as like a human culture too, of like being accepting of other people's struggles, even if you don't identify them as your own. Like, just being more open, I think, is what the world as a whole needs yeah, just, to work on. Just be, just be more accepting of uh, people. You don't know what they've got going on that day. Um, we're still or just in, in general. You don't know how someone was raised. You don't know what they have when they go home. Like, mm -hmm. that was especially a big thing when I was in school. Was like you don't know what they go home to. Nope, you don't know what they go home to. It's like you're making fun of them because they didn't do this or this or they can't do this, they can't afford this. But it's like you don't know what they go home to, and it's like you never know what's on the other side. And and I, I can tell you from personal experience, when you go home to nothing, that's a that's a whole different pressure all on its own. When you go home to absolutely nothing, when you go home to the water that you have running from your spigot being orange from the sulfur in the coal mines. That is a whole different set of depressing. Okay. I can tell you from personal experience because I lived it for 13 years. Go have to drive 30 minutes to go get your water out of the side of a mountain because that's the only drinking water you had available. Believe me, I know. So you don't know what somebody's got going on. You don't know where they've come from. Just like I said, you don't know what they've got going on in their lives. So, so just, just be open. Yeah. Reach out your hand and be open-minded. Just be be respectful. Be and listen. Yeah. I'm not the most open and bright and sunshiny person. I don't really like to deal with people. But I try to say hello to the cashiers or the you know chick at the drive-thru who's giving me my McDonald's or just whatever it is. I always try to say hello and thank you. Have a nice day. You yep. too. Okay, thank you. I always try to at least be polite on my end. There's so now, many little not, things that could save a life. 
Yo if there's t- not, you know, if they're not polite to me, I might not be as polite back, but I'm not going to be rude. I just may not say we anything. We have a phrase for that. Smile and nod. The South, Jenny. And it's, it, you say, bless your heart. Bless your heart. They'll know you love them, but you, they aggravated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you go up to your cashier, ask, instead of asking them how their day's going, ask them how the work's been. They'll tell you. They'll tell you exactly how it works, Ben. And that might be the thing that gets them through their day. That way they can blow off that steam. They'll tell you exactly how it works, Ben. Sometimes you just need to say it out loud. Yeah. Because you've been keeping it bottled up inside for so long. You've been talking to yourself with these thoughts. And that's kind of what generates the thoughts to become, you know, tumbling down to what they are. Snowball. But sometimes, like, you know, yeah. So sometimes if you just get it out off the top of your dome... It's, you know, a little bit easier to get it out. You know, I wonder how for how many people TikTok has become like a therapy source for them because they can reenact their bad customer stories and get them out in the open. Like, oh, I wonder if that so helps fun. people. Okay. Uh, those but, are some of my favorite sites of TikTok. Yeah, for, for as good as some t- as, as good as what you're talking about, TikTok can be for people because it, I, cause there is some funny moments in it. But if you but, it, but there, there can also be like it can also drive you crazy if you get too far on the other side of that because oh i hate when i get into political mm, tiktok oh political tiktok (laughs) is the worst it is so bad because the people there they there's politics nowadays now i'm not gonna get too deep into it i was gonna say wrangler please don't go there i ain't gonna get too deep into it (laughs) but it's like gang warfare I mean, you either see it one side straight down the middle, or you see it the other side straight down the middle. So you got to come. I mean, if together. we want to talk about contributing factors for mental illness, that's it. Politics. Politics. There is so much divide right now, mm-hmm. just for certain sides of politics. Mm-hmm. I kind of I'm split down the middle a little. Well, I mean, I lean more one way than the other, but I'm not. I, I ride my bike down the middle because I'm not going to hate on people for it. That's me. Am I going to think you're crazy? Yeah, sure, maybe. But, you know, you get your own opinion, but you just got to be able to take the other side's opinion back and know that. I've done that since I was a kid where I had this teacher that was like, you know, you have to, he was very blunt with us. It says, literally, there's sometimes where no one's going to agree with you, but the key to being, you know, like, like a functioning, like. Like, to be able to develop your own thoughts is a beautiful thing, so don't discredit someone else's opinion just because it doesn't match your own, because they were able to, like, develop their, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't know how to say it exactly. He speaks, he used to, uh, he spoke so eloquently, and I can't, I can't do it justice, because I can't speak eloquently to save my fucking life. I can't even say, I can't even (laughs) say a sentence without saying the F word. (laughs) Yep. You're trying to say is that you have to be able to listen to somebody else's side of something, even if it's not your side, just to at least yeah. acknowledge that that's how they feel. Because yeah. again, there's multiple sides to everything. Yeah, yeah, not everybody... and that's what makes the world unique. Yes, and I remember. But sometimes we're able to have go a little and... too far either direction. So that's why you got to respect everybody. Just, just you know, somebody don't see the same thing you do. Just, just, you know, just, it's okay. It's okay. And there's a as way to politely tell not... someone that they might need to do more research on a topic if you feel like they're misguided. 
Like, there's ways to go about it without just telling someone they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> as long as their opinion is not physically hurting somebody, they can have it, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I feel about it. But anyway. At Wrestling Twitter. Yes. We don't all have to agree on something, but just don't take your side and use it as verbal ammunition to hurt somebody else. I see that happen way too often. Way too often on Twitter. Not just wrestling I mean, Twitter, Twitter in general. I've seen some things on wrestling Twitter that made me stop enjoying wrestling for a little while over the summer. Oh, yeah. I know you did, because you told us. And it, it had nothing to do with the content and everything else. It was wrestling Twitter, mm-hmm. and some of the names that people were throwing out there. was It, it kind of I, I let it hurt me. I know I shouldn't have, because mm-hmm. it's just wrestling Twitter. But I kind of let it get to me for a while. Oh yeah, and, and it still does did. a little bit. But you did because I remember telling. I remember telling. Attitude about it. We had a conversation about it. I remember. Oh, I think we've had several. Because mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> every now and then a new name comes out, I'm going, "Oh, hey, I'm this now." Yes. Like I used to joke about it, and then it kind of started to hurt, and now I'm back to the joking about it side a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you let it bother you. Coming you let it bother you there. way too much there for a little while. I did. It, it, did. I've reached a point where I, th- I think did. it was there was other things going on too, and that was just the part of it that I latched onto because it was the easiest one because mm-hmm. it wasn't like life altering. It was just wrestling for me. But that was the one I latched onto, and like everything else that was making me sad just kind of piled onto that one. Yeah, you did. But. Yeah, you're you're out of it now. You're good again. I'm uh, getting there. Yeah, you're getting. It there. still stings a little bit, but I'm back to the more joking about. Hey, I'm a human husk, but. <laughs> but before we get out of here we got our one year i was gonna say i have one more thing one more thing so you're uploading this the next day after we record it right shane i'm gonna edit this as soon as we as soon as i hit the end button on the okay uh, so if you're listening lights. to this now it's veterans day and veterans are one of the biggest um you know people that have served one thank you thank you for your service yes, very much uh, thank you two they, they struggle from PTSD, and, you know, the suicide rate between them is very high. So I'm sending Shame another link uh, for, you know, a VA help. So that way, hopefully, something, something, well, one of these links will hopefully help. We all you know, know just, a veteran. Just as a resource. We all know a veteran. We all know somebody has served. We and thank do. you again so much for your service, and happy Veterans Day. Absolutely, because that's something I couldn't do. And I and I always respect people that do something that I couldn't do, and I they had the people the men and women who served in, in served in the military have my utmost respect. So with that, we salute our veterans and we salute our uh, listeners, <laughs> and bid you adieu. Thank yep. you so much for listening to this week. Yep. One year anniversary coming up. Soon in a month. Very soon. Um, Holy shit, we committed to something for almost an entire fucking year. Almost an entire year. It, we only took a month off. That's crazy. Yep. You didn't? Did you know sixty percent of podcasts don't make it past the fifth episode? So we have we have kicked ass. We have kicked and ass. And it's that's not a statistic. Right. Uh, I wanted to make the one-year episode uh, special. We're planning something, y'all. We're we'll give something. more details later. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I, I want to do it live. 
I want to do it live through through uh, Twitter, but um, Jenny is not about that. Maybe Kat I, is also not about that. <laughs> I want to do it live. I want it to be really special. I just don't know enough about it yet. Maybe we can do it on YouTube and do a live. I was going to say our YouTube. YouTube channel would be great. Yeah, maybe we can do it live uh, on YouTube. Hold up a mark pod on that YouTube. Yeah, maybe we can do it live on YouTube and uh, do some do some fun stuff that night. And uh, I would love love to be able to get all of our listeners, those of you who have stuck with us through. This we can play games year. with you guys as a community and stuff like that too. Yeah, we could. It, it we could. Uh, Turn it to a turn it to a good night, and uh, yeah, we look forward to it. We, we have a month it. to plan. Oh yeah, so get ready. We'll drop official details before, of course. But once we iron all that out, we'll mm-hmm. let you know. Yep, I got some stuff I'm working on. So, um, once I once I get it ironclad, I will let everybody know and uh, give you the plans on it. But anyway, we're out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. And if any take care of yourselves. Take yeah. care of your friends. Yes. Take care of each other. If anything we said not has helped just one person, we did our job, and we really appreciate you. And we hope to do this for a whole another year. Honestly, we got a one year coming up. We hope to do it for two. We hope, and we just want it to grow. Yeah. So, thank you guys. We're out of here. We hope you have a great evening, great morning. Follow us, us on Twitter. Twitter machine. At HalubamarkPod, at KitKatCadillac, at Mingler, mm-hmm. at Super underscore JJ. Our DMs are open. Send 11, us a 11. voice you memo. The 11. Oh, 11? Did I not have to say 11? No, nah, she didn't say 11. Oh, my bad. Super <laughs> underscore JJ11. <laughs> you can also send us a voice memo at the anchor.fm link that's always in our descriptions. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm out. That's all I have to say in the outro, so I'm done. <laughs> next week, next week on the pod, we tell stories about, we tell our live wrestling stories about when we were at shows Ooh. and what we experienced at shows. And. I promise you, with some of the stories I got to tell, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a fun episode, so be there for that. But thank you, guys. We're out of here. Say bye, everybody. Bye.